Hey y'all, welcome to This Joyful Life Podcast. My name is Rachel Witt, and today on episode 26, we are tackling New Year's resolutions. Now, before you turn this off, I have a unique perspective on New Year's resolutions, and I think it's going to bring you some peace. So I'm excited for this episode, maybe to give you a fresh perspective on New Year's resolutions so that you can accomplish awesome things in 2024. I am glad you are here. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. Glad you're here for episode 26 because we are tackling something that I think has become quite controversial in the last few years when it comes to New Year's resolutions and I don't know how you feel about them. So I'm kind of coming into this saying, all right, I'm going to let you know how I feel about New Year's resolutions, being totally unsure which camp you are in. Okay, so are you in the camp of people who say, you know what, New Year's resolutions are fine, but I don't want to quit on it, so I'm not going to set myself up for failure. I'm just going to say... If it happens sometime in 2024, I'll be good with it, but I don't want that pressure. I totally understand that perspective. So if that's you, I get it because so many things in my life, I have been able to make a habit. So having that perspective of like pressure off, if it happens, great. Um, I totally understand because for me, I have built certain habits that have been meaningful to me that I have kept. So it's not been like, hey, this is the only thing I'm doing this year for my New Year's resolution. It's been more of like, I'm going to form the habit. I'll keep it over time. And over time, I'm sure it will be great. Let me give you an example of that. I had a little bit of anxiety every time I would go to the dentist because I did not faithfully floss. I am an achiever, so I like to be good at things. And I knew my dentist, first of all, would know, no matter if I told the truth or not, my dentist would know. Was I flossing? Obviously not. And so I dreaded the question. I dreaded the, hey, sorry, he tapped me on the shoulder. Are you flossing every day? And I would say, well, sometimes, because the truth is like the week before I would go to the dentist, I would start flossing. So sometimes wasn't a lie, but it wasn't like I had formed a habit and I was faithfully taking care of my teeth with flossing. And I realized that my dentist was asking the wrong question. Instead of saying, are you flossing every day? Which he obviously knew I wasn't. I said, you know what? Maybe the question actually should be, how many little packages of dental floss have you gone through since you were here last? So I I formed this goal, I believe it was in 2018, when I said, I'm going to do it and I cannot wait for him to ask me that question, are you flossing every day? When I went to my dental visit, which was in August, so I had faithfully every single day been flossing since I had seen him, you know, previously six months prior, I had been doing such a great job every single day, hadn't missed a day and he didn't ask me the question. And before he was leaving, I said, hey, you need to ask me, am I flossing every day? And he said, I don't need to ask. I know you are. So I said, well, here's the thing. I've gone through two packages of dental floss 
in since I saw you last. And so I just want you to know that, yes, I've been flossing every day, but I'm using dental floss and I've used two packages and I just kind of have kept track of it that way. How many little packages of dental floss am I using in between visits? And it's just this little game I play. And here I am ending 2023 knowing that I have flossed every single day and I've never missed one since 2018 until now. It was this little habit that I had formed, but I thought that's the year I'm doing it. And uh, my dental cleanings have been a lot more uh, enjoyable, less barbaric since I started <laughs> flossing every day. So I highly recommend it. Definitely do that. It's important for your dental health, but it was a habit I needed to form to get rid of an icky feeling in my life. So when it comes to New Year's resolutions, it doesn't always have to be the same kind of thing that people typically make as their New Year's resolution. It could be something like that. I wanted to get rid of the dread I had going to the dentist and I didn't want to fail or feel like I wasn't doing a good job when I had to say, no, I don't, I don't floss my teeth. That's such a simple thing that I could fix. Now, if you have always flossed your teeth, you are probably cringing at the fact that I was 32 before I ever made that a priority. But, you know, hey, I'm 37 now and I'm a faithful flosser. So maybe you're in that camp of saying, yeah, I'll form some habits, but I'm not making big goals because I just don't want to quit on them like I have every year before. But maybe you are in the camp of people who want that flicker of hope that you can change. And maybe you're encouraged by the new year. And maybe you say, you know what? This is my year. I am going to make some changes. And I'm excited to see, you know, at the end of 2024, how far I've come. And I'm not telling you that either camp is correct because I've been in both places. But I personally think that it's so fun to be the one who says, you know what? This is the year. I'm making it happen, but know that it's through changes in your habits. You can't go into the new year being exactly the same, thinking exactly the same, um, doing the exact same things if you want a different result. You're going to have to change things in order to have change. Makes sense, right? We can't do, I couldn't just stare at dental floss in my drawer in my bathroom um, I had to say, this is my habit. I'm setting an alarm in my phone. I'm going to floss my teeth because I know what I want. And I want to be able to say, yes, I flossed every day. And it was such a great feeling to be able to do that. So I'm not sure which camp you're in, but today I'm going to focus on the ones who are encouraged by the new year. The ones who say, this is my time. So um, when you're looking at your New Year's resolutions, I would encourage you to think of a few different things. The one that people go to the most, especially after in indulging in the holidays, which, hey, if there's foods that you only get one time a year because your grandma makes it only at Christmas, please remove that shame. I hope you enjoyed it. Literally, you don't have to live in this cloud of like, oh, I ate these things in the holidays. And so now I'm going to beat myself up about it till January 1st. Let it go, y'all. Literally. 
I enjoy certain things in the holidays. I look forward to it all year long and there's no shame for me going into January 1st. I have no clue if I'm a few pounds heavier because I just don't look until the new year. And I'm like, no, I'm going to enjoy these things and I will not shame my body or my mind just because I enjoyed some holiday treats, even if maybe it was too many. Okay, we got to let it go. You are made in the image of God. You are amazing. Your body is beautiful and we have got to get rid of the shame. Now for me, my health is important. I actually work for a health and wellness company as well. And so I do make health and wellness goals for the year. I, it is important to me and they're not certain, um, centered around weight loss all the time because for me, that's a very tender subject. I don't want to be talking about that in front of my children. That's my personal choice. I just do healthy eating and healthy habits. For example, when my daughter was diagnosed as a type one diabetic and they were like, well, you can't have, you know, you shouldn't have all these foods or whatever. My daughter was like, oh, my mom doesn't let us have those things anyway. We, we this is how we eat. We very healthy and listening to her tell the doctors that was encouraging to me. So for me, I don't just focus on my health and wellness. There are goals that I have that deal with other things that I want to focus on in the new year because I know that your body and your spirit and your mind matter. It's not just the food you eat or the exercise that you accomplish. So the first thing for me is my faith. And I have a goal every year of reading the Bible in a year. That's my personal goal. And a couple of things I do to make that happen. I use the Holy Bible app by version, And I also have a Bible that I read from as well. So I have the handheld Bible and I have the app, but I have a reminder on my phone. I use the reminder in the app. You can pick a plan and it will remind you every day to read it. But I also have a separate reminder in my calendar that every single day at 9 p.m. it says, have you read your Bible today? So I've got two little alerts that will remind me. And sometimes I get behind and it's okay. I catch up. Like we're not here to put pressure on ourselves that it's all or nothing. I think it's every step forward that matters. And if sometimes, because life happens or you forget, it's okay, do not, we are not here to beat ourselves up. Do not beat yourself up. Say, hey, I am going to start again right now. And this is what I'm going to do. I think that's so much healthier, right? Than like giving yourself a hard time if you um, pause or if you forget or if life gets crazy, it's okay. All right. So my faith is important to me and reading the Bible in a year is important to me. Maybe you want to read some devotionals. I've got a great 14 day devotional. If you want a small goal, that one is about peace. So you can find it on Amazon. It's called finding peace here. And I think those short little goals, 14 days long, Hey, that's awesome. You can accomplish that and feel good about it. So with your faith, pray about it. God, what do you want from me in the new year? And then how can I get there? For me, I want to spend time in the word. And so I set reminders on my phone. I use the Holy Bible app by version. I use my Bible Bible. And that's my game plan. So for every one of these New Year's resolutions, we're not just going to toss it out into the sky and hope that it happens. We're going to make a plan. And so we have our strategy for making it happen. So for my faith, that's my strategy. 
I do have fitness goals personally, health and wellness goals, things that are important to me. So you could say flossing your teeth is one of those things. It could be an exercise goal of I want to exercise, you know, two days a week or three days a week. I want to go for walks. Last year, my fitness goal was that I wanted to accomplish a 5K every month. In the company I work for, a lot of people do this. And we have a calendar. You can take a selfie and like post it. And this is a free thing, right? I'm like, hey, I want to do that. I want to be able to have my little pictures on the calendar and know that I accomplished it. But in order to do my 5K, there were a few things I did. I always tried to do it earlier in the month. Sometimes it was later. And I didn't give myself a hard time for that. I always watched the weather. So if I thought, okay, I want to do my 5K this week, I would choose a day based on the weather that it would be nice. And then I made a plan. I would do it when my kids were in school or maybe after school. Oh, the sunshine is getting me, isn't it? Well, that's so nice. So sunshiny and beautiful today. <laughs> like It's like I live on a mountain, you guys. So if you're if you're listening, you don't know what I'm talking about. If you're on YouTube, you know. But um, so the sun has now come above the peak of the mountain. And so it's coming into my um, my window. God is good. Thankful for this. Oh, it's really getting me. That's hilarious. Okay, let me try this. I think it's going to continue. Okay, if we have to pivot, we will. All right, friends. So make a plan to accomplish that. And um, for me, it was like weather checking and it was making a plan for when I would do it um, so that I knew that I could. I also would tell my husband for accountability, hey, on Friday, I want to do my 5K. Just so you know, we're going to have to protect that hour of time. I also used my Apple Watch so that I could track it, but a lot of tracks um, at parks or wherever will have a sign where they tell you how many laps is a mile, and so it's pretty easy to figure out how you can have a 5K, which is a little bit over, um, over three miles. Okay, so that's an idea for you. And then the other thing for me is leadership and my work. What are my work goals for the year and how can I make those happen? For me, it's not about striving or, um, I don't know, overworking. I have lived that before and it was not something that I want to live again. So for me, I make goals that are centered around leadership. And I know that there is fruit that comes from that and growth that comes from that. So maybe it's reading leadership books. No matter what your job is, you want to grow as a leader there. And so you want to read leadership books. It's going to help you with communication and relationships and goal setting and growth. I think there's so much that so much good that comes no matter what you do. You could be a baker. You could be someone who is uh, working in a school or maybe you work in a hospital or you work as a secretary in an office. You guys, it doesn't matter what you do. Leadership books and learning about that will help you so much. So those are my tips for you. There are more podcasts coming about New Year's resolutions and goal setting. And of course, you can join my Joy Bootcamp, which will launch in January of 2024, so very soon. And Joy Bootcamp is going to be great if you want to dig deeper into your strengths and if you want to 
um, set things in your life, set the pace in your life to seek joy in what you're doing. There's so much that you can learn when you're focused on joy. So a few podcasts coming in the future um, about this subject too, but if you want a deep dive and you want coaching from me in joy, you want to do joy boot camps. So stay tuned for how to be part of that. And you can look at the show notes. If you want to be a VIP with me, you can join my email list and you can find out first. So Joy Bootcamp will have a set number of spots because I want to do a good job in coaching. And so if you want to do that, this is women focused, by the way. So um, if you want to, if you're a woman who wants to grow and wants to focus on joy in her life, that's going to be something that you want to check out. In the show notes, you can see where you can become a VIP and join the email list for free. And I recommend doing that. And I can't wait to have you part of it. All right, y'all, let's pray. Father, as we are going into the new year, no matter if we just want to kind of toe dip with new habits and resolutions, if we just want to make it our normal life, or if we see that there is a gap and we want you to fill it, help us to seek you first and then to make goals and habits that honor you as we are chasing these goals in our life, no matter what they are, Father. We know that you will give us the strength to accomplish them. In your name I pray, amen. All right, my friends, thank you for being here. This is a little bit of a longer podcast than what you're used to from me, but I hope you got good stuff from it that you can just want to toe dip into those habits and accomplish great things. You can set a big goal and accomplish great things. We're going to dig into some goal setting strategies on the next episode, episode 27. So I hope you will join me for that. Y'all have a wonderful day. Be blessed and I'll see you soon.